Good morning. Today is Monday, December 28th, 2020. Our Parsha has, for the main part of our portion, Vayechi, a very, very human scene. At the end of Yaakov's life, he is surrounded by his family. He shares with each one of them individually last words about their potential, about their role in the future of the family, words of blessing to them, encouragement to them. And I think it's the kind of the end of a life that we all hope for. At the end of a long life, a productive and meaningful life, surrounded by one's family, fully conscious, fully aware, able to formulate and to share the legacy that a person wants to leave with their family, to share last instructions. Yaakov gives instructions about what he wants to happen after he passes away. And then the Torah says, Vayechal Yaakov letzavos es banav. Yaakov completed instructing his children. Vayeyosef raglav el hamita. Vayigva vayeyosef el amav. And Yaakov passed away. My grandfather always used to say, the obligation for a parent to instruct their children continues up until the parent's last breath. At the moment, that Yaakov finished instructing his children, that was the moment that he passed away. Every single moment of a parent's life, they should be helping to try to instruct their children. Okay. It is, of course, a sad scene, the end of the life of a great person. But also there is a beauty to it. It is certainly not a tragic scene in the sense that nothing is left unsaid, there is no unfinished business. There is, I don't like this word, but it applies here. There is closure to Yaakov's life. Today, while modern medicine has added years to life, ironically, it doesn't always lead to better quality of life at the end. Ironically, it sometimes increases the tragedy of the moment. Fewer people today are able to have an ending to their life like Yaakov did at the end of a productive life, a profound life, surrounded by family. One of the worst, I mean, we've spoken about this many times, one of the absolute worst aspects of this year is the way in which so many people who are sick are suffering alone and even in many cases, not all, but in many cases, passing away alone. That is truly tragic. And the scene that sets the stage for this begins with the following Pasuk near the beginning of the Parsha. The Pasuk says, Vayihi acharei Yaakov lived for another 17 years after he and his family moved to Mitzrayim, to Egypt. 
And finally, one day, someone came to Yosef and said, Hine avicha choleh, your father is ill, of course, with the message, you should go to visit him, which is what Yosef did with his two sons. And that sets up the scene of all of the children gathering around Yaakov's deathbed. That is the verse that leads to what is the first death scene in the Torah. Up until this point, the Torah has not had a scene of the dying of a person. And I would say it kind of sets the standard for the word is a little ironic, but an ideal type of passing from this world in the way in which Yaakov did. And according to the Talmud, it actually never happened before. And this scene was intentional. It was orchestrated by Yaakov in the following way in the following very interesting way. There's a passage in the Talmud. <coughs> There's a passage in the Talmud that says as follows. Ad Yaakov, until the end of the life of Yaakov, so for all of human history, up until that point, approximately, according to our traditional dating, at least 2,000 years of human history, had already passed by the time Yaakov is about to pass away, a little bit more than 2,000 years. Ad Yaakov, lo hava chulsha. There was no disease, illness. There was no such thing as illness until this verse, hine avicha choleh, where Yosef is told, your father at the end of his life is sick. Now, I just want to clarify. The commentators point out, yes, there were people that got a cold and they got the flu and they got the measles and they got, uh, you know, diseases and then they recovered from them. There, there was illness, but the idea that a person's death would be preceded by an illness, again, an illness that leads to their death, that didn't exist before. This is the first time. Until Yaakov, it didn't exist. Asa Yaakov, Yaakov, boy, Rachame. Yaakov asked for this. Yaakov prayed for mercy from God that there should be illness before death. And Yaakov was the first person that it, had, that it happened to. So every single person who is sick, God forbid, before they pass away, has Yaakov to thank. Because without Yaakov, it wouldn't be. Yaakov prayed that there would be illness before death. Our sages explain, it's fascinating. What would happen before that? Before Yaakov asked for this gift, in quotation marks, this merciful gift, to quote the words of the Talmud, what would happen before? Well, a person would be living their life, and they would be fine, and they would have their full strength. Yes, a person could get sick, and they could get better, and but they would have their full strength. And then when the time came for them to pass away, they would sneeze and expire. That's the reason that we have the practice. When a person sneezes, we say, Gesundheit. 
Gesundheit means you should be healthy. Because there was a time before Yaakov when sneezing meant you were, a person was imminently going to pass away. Thank God it doesn't mean that anymore. So that's why we say Gesundheit or any variation on that. Labriut, right? Which means to your good health. And lots of other words that people use when someone sneezes, that's where it comes from. Because originally before Yaakov asked for illness, there was a sneeze, one sneeze, and that was it. Why in the world would Yaakov ask for illness? Rapam explains as follows. It was an act of mercy that Yaakov was asking for. Laman Yielopnai Litsavos Banovobeso Akharov. This was to give a warning to a person that their life was about to come to an end and it was time to instruct their children. Hain Ben Yane Mamono concerning their the physical or material inheritance. Hain bin Yane Musar. Vahadracha, and also concerning his moral legacy, the lessons that he wants them to learn, the messages that he wants them to remember from his life. It's time to, as we use this phrase, put your affairs in order, give your family their last charge. It's time to do that. Vagam Levarchem Lifnemoso, and also to have an opportunity to bless each member of your family before a person passes away. If a person were to pass away suddenly, even you know, even today, if God forbid a person passes away suddenly, that means they did not have the opportunity at the very end of their life to be able to have this kind of deathbed scene like Yaakov has. So it's an act of mercy that God is that God is giving in response to Yaakov's request that there is a sign. A person gets sick, they're on their deathbed, they know their end is near, it is a part of life, and it's time to speak to your children, give instructions, make sure things are clear, share the lessons that you want, create your legacy. That's the time to do it. It is an act of mercy in order to reduce the tragedy of the passing, not the sadness. The sadness will always be there, but the tragedy of things left unsaid, unfinished business, this sign is meant to help to correct that. Illness near the end of life is an opportunity to be able to do these things. Now, the truth is, all times, and especially now, it is not within our control that our end should be like Yaakov, surrounded by family at the end of a long life, and able to verbalize and communicate the messages that Yaakov wants to. There are many, many situations where that is not in our power and that is not possible. However, we should try to learn from this parsha 
to try to live our lives in such a way as to reduce unfinished business. There is a custom, a minhag, that exists within the Jewish people. By the, by the time a person reaches the age of 50, they should purchase cemetery plots. God forbid, we hope it's not necessary for another and until a full 120 years. But it's necessary to start making those plans, to start making those arrangements, to arrange finances. I've spoken about this many times. To arrange finances in a way that will try to minimize controversy afterwards. It's a very good idea to write something or perhaps to record something, maybe for each child, maybe for each family member. If there is a message, if there is something you want them to know, to remember, it's a very, very good idea to do that. To teach family, children. And this should not be seen as a morbid subject. You know, Part of what has happened within our modern society is that we have removed death from normal life. It's a subject I hope to return to later this week. But death is a part of life, and that's really what our Parsha is about. And therefore, this is really not about death. It's really about life, how to live a more meaningful life, how to take lessons, how to be able to translate those values into concrete pathways in life. So we have to try to find ways to uh, transmit those values, those stories, those lessons, those instructions when we still have the opportunity. Not in a morbid way, but in a way that affirms life and that affirms life not only for ourselves, but for succeeding generations. And we continue to say Gesundheit. My friends, I wish you Gesund and I hope you have a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.